0: And say, you know what? I am not proud of who I am um, today. I might not have been proud of who I was yesterday, but I'm going to do whatever I can to work on myself, to grow, so that I can be happy with who I am. I'm Doug Bobst, personal trainer, best-selling author, and entrepreneur, and I'm on a mission to help others become the best version of themselves. Welcome back to another episode of the Adversity Advantage. I'm your host, Doug Bobst, and today's episode, we are going to talk about the top lessons um, that I have learned um, since Single de Maya 2008 that can be applicable to your life today because I believe that what I want to be willing to do for you today is condense time for you, condense energy, condense money. Um, because over the last 12 years, I have learned a ton about myself, a ton about business, a ton about you know, just things that have worked for me that I think can be, um, you know, implemented into your life as well. So make sure you stay tuned till the end because every tip is just as important. I'm honestly just gonna rattle these off, um, kind of one by one, um, in no particular order. So let's get to it. Number one um, is self awareness. Okay, and I mean this because you know there's no better way to grow as a human. Than to be able to have the courage and audacity to look at yourself in the mirror and say, you know what, I am not proud of who I am um, today. I might not even have been proud of who I was yesterday, but I'm going to do whatever I can to work on myself to grow, so that I can be happy with who I am. And I'm not saying this isn't to say that you shouldn't like love yourself in that moment. This isn't to say that you shouldn't, no matter what, like be like you know what like i still think highly of myself but sometimes you need to like tell yourself a hard truth and say you know what like i've been messing up a lot like i've been slipping i shouldn't have been doing this many drugs i shouldn't have been drinking this much i shouldn't have been treating people this way and no more am i going to allow um myself to to sabotage like this no more am i going to allow myself to fall into this downward spiral where i end up ruining my life Um, because, um, you know, I didn't take responsibility for the choices that I made. This all comes down to self-awareness. This all comes down to looking within. And the way you can really do that, right. Is, is by journaling. Journaling is a great way. Just writing your thoughts down, writing down, like, am I happy with who I see in the mirror? Am I where I want to be in my life? What choices do I know I should not be making? How can I respond to situations differently? What can I do today to ensure that I'll become a better version of me tomorrow? And these are just simple questions you can implement that can get you going on some self-awareness to get you to to really unveil thyself um, in order to help yourself, and then in turn help other people around you. So that's one aspect, right? Is self-awareness, and I think self-awareness too comes with you taking responsibility for your actions, like being able to have the courage and to say like. You know what? Like, I apologize. I'm sorry to somebody. It also comes with like owning like your truth and being like, you know what? This is not what I want in life anymore. This is I'm not this person anymore. This is not the life I want to lead. So I want to change. Having that awareness. But so many times we point the finger at others. We put fifty percent of um, our time, energy, and like money. Like trying to be somebody else, focusing on others that we really don't have an opportunity to look within. So that's all I'm going to say about that. Self awareness is so important, um, and you got to really like, you know, get started with it. And just it's a process. It's daily. It's you know doing everything consistently, so it'll add up to something greater in the end. So that's number one is self awareness. Number two, obviously, is exercise. Now, when I say exercise, I don't want you to get the idea that you have to spend an hour or two at the gym every day. I mean, or an hour or two at home right now that we're like kind of quarantined, or that you need to do what your neighbor's doing, or you need to do what people are posting on Instagram. Like the best workout you're going to program to do is the one that you'll stick to. And I say that because so many people are at chapter one of their workout journey and they're scrolling through social media right now. They are um, like reading a lot more on the internet, they're talking to people and they're like, Oh, like, what are you doing for your workout program? Um, what are you doing for? And then they're, they might've already been working out for like three, four years and you haven't been. So they're going to tell you what you're, they're doing. Then of course you're going to start comparing yourself and a, you're going to possibly try something, um, that they're doing. And then since you're not at their level, you don't have anybody to coach you through that. Um, you might get discouraged. You might get, you know, scared. You might, you might even, you know, just not even want to do it because of the fact that you're like, Oh, like there's so much far further ahead of me. So it just starts, you got to start small, right. When it comes to exercise, especially if you've never done it before. And it could be as simple as going for committing to going for a 10, 15 minute walk every day or three days a week and then building off that. Right. And then you can say like, oh, wow, I can't believe that after two weeks, three weeks, I've been walking, you know, 15 times outside. I can't believe after two, three weeks that I have like lost a few pounds. Like, I can feel myself like feeling, lo- like, you know, a bit like more looser in my joints because I've got moving a lot more. It's just simple things like that when it comes to exercise. And then it, you can like you grow off that. It wasn't like I went from when I was incarcerated from doing absolutely nothing to the being in the shape I'm in now. I couldn't do a push-up for my knees. I couldn't do a push-up for my feet. I could barely walk when I was in jail. So I had to start very, very slow. Like a couple push-ups a day. You know, Barely walking a day. Like That was where like, I had to start. And I am just encouraging people out there to just get started. Get moving. And for those that have been working out for a while, you all, you already know like the importance of fitness. You already know how, how good it is for your mental health, your physical health um, to do that because you've been doing it for, for quite some time that, yes, keep doing those in-home workouts. Keep crushing it at the gym. I'm just here talking to people who just aren't in that place that maybe have let their fitness go for a long time or have... Um, Just not really started because the number one thing I think that people need to do when it comes to planning workouts is time. Is budgeting that time and being consistent, making it part of your day, part of your habit, a non-negotiable. Those of us that work with clients, whether we're in the fitness business, the finance business, and the medical field, whatever, like you need you need to be your most important client. And I can tell that when I'm not my most important client, that I fall short in other areas of my life. I fall short my personal life, I fall short in my professional life, I fall short as a human, because I'm not taking care of myself. So exercise is key. I mean, obviously, the the mental benefits, in my opinion, far outweigh the physical benefits. Sure, it's great to obviously have, you know, a lower blood pressure, um, you know, lower your risk for diabetes, uh, you know, increase your muscle mass, all that stuff we already knew physically, it does for us but the confidence it gives you being able to look at yourself in the mirror and say, I achieved something today. I got my day going by moving. You know, I started something and saw it through, like all that stuff is transferable into other areas of your life. So exercise and moving your body is key. Um, Number three is your inner circle. And I I say this a lot because I'm living proof of this. You are the people you surround yourself with. Like show me your friends and I will literally show you how your life's going to be. If you're surrounding yourself right now with people that are doing drugs on a regular basis every single day chances are you're going to be doing drugs every single day it's just human nature we adapt to our environment our, our environments create a false sense of normalcy so we have this belief that it's 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 a certain way when we're immersed in it and when we step out we realize that it was so abnormal, so toxic, so like out of the ordinary that we begin to appreciate the fact that we stepped out of that and can look for other opportunities. And it goes on the other side of the pendulum. If you are surrounding yourself with people that are changing the world, go-getters, you're surrounding yourself with people that are like writing books, you're surrounding yourself with people that are doing coaching programs, all this stuff um, chances are you're gonna be one of those people too. You're gonna be that like person who is is helping you know do some amazing things in life. you're gonna be that person that is like crushing your goals because you're surrounding yourself with people that are doing the same thing. And when I say this, I don't want you to take this the wrong way and say it's guaranteed to happen. I'm just saying the chances of it happening are significantly greater. Um, depending on, you know, who you're surrounding yourself with. And so people might ask, well, how do I find new people? How do I find new friends? How do I find, and and it goes back to self-awareness. It goes back to writing things down, like writing down your goals for life, writing down your values, your beliefs, what you like to do for fun, your hobbies, what you believe like your life's mission is. And then looking at those and saying, where can I find these kind of people? Where Where do these kinds of people hang out? Are they hanging out at conferences? Are they hanging out at seminars? Are they hanging out um, in mastermind groups? Are they hanging out at health clubs? Are they hanging out at church? Like where are they hanging out? And then start hanging out there. So I, I believe the universe, God, whatever you call it, will give you what you need when you ask for it and when you put in the time and the work to get there. So that's kind of like a good step um to find new people and then also if you're looking to like kind of like look at the current in your current situation like who are the top people in your life do they add value to your life yes or no and then you kind of have um some decisions you can make right because if they're not adding value do they support your goals ask yourself that question do they are they aligned with your future where you want to go and and you got to really like ask yourself some hard questions because. There's some people you just need to, like, keep at a distance in your life. There's some people you just need to let go of. And there's some people you need to put more time, energy into because they're the ones that are really going where you're going. So that's inner circle. And my last tip, and this is, again, this is not, like, um, these aren't, like, everything I've learned, but I just wanted to give you four that you can take right now and apply is gratitude. And I don't just mean like just staying like grateful, like being like, oh, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm just saying it like, I mean, really being grateful, really having perspective. And it was one of the things that was really hard for me was when I first got out of jail and I was so hard on myself because, you know, I had not lost all the weight I wanted to. I hadn't like gotten a job yet. I hadn't really found myself. I hadn't had a lot of time in recovery, you know. And I kept saying to myself, like, gosh, you know, when am I going to do this? Or when am I going to do that? And I just remember thinking to myself, like, Doug, like six months ago, you were in jail, addicted to drugs, wasting your life away. And look where you are now. Look at how far you've come. You're now running every day. You're now, like, learning to cook your own food. You're becoming more aware of, like, your surroundings and who you hang out with and how that impacts you. You know, you got a positive mindset, like a good bit of the time that she didn't have before. So all these things I had to remain grateful for. I'm so, and I'm, I was so grateful to have those things and it completely shift the paradigm of how I think. And then I started to realize that a lot of the situations in my life happened for me and not to me. And that's where gratitude comes in. And the reason I share this is because I definitely believe one of the things I tell a lot of people that I coach to do is to write down, you know, three to five things they're grateful for, especially now every single day in depth every single day what they're grateful for. But the second half of that is applying it to your life when shit hits the fan and things aren't good and you're having a rough time and being able to like wake up and smell the roses. Sometimes it takes a day or two to get out of that. Sometimes it takes like, you know, a, a day or two to realize that and have perspective because when you're caught in the weeds, it's really hard to see that like bright light. And I get it. I've been there. I, I was actually just there very recently. And, you know, cause it, it, and you have to remember you're human. And so the reason I share that is because you just don't want to let a bad day or two turn into like a bad two weeks. That's all I mean. Like we all have bad days. We all have days where are like, we look back and we're like, gosh, like, I wish it could have been different. I wish it could have changed. And we're sitting there and, and wondering like how we could have done it differently. And, you know, at the end of the day, like having perspective and gratitude for different things and especially right now, like during this pandemic, like, what are we grateful for? I mean, hopefully you have a roof over your head. If you're listening to this, hopefully you have a cell phone, you know, you might have people in your life. you have got food on the table. You're healthy. Like, what are some things you're grateful for, so that when you hit hard times and adversity, you can have that paradigm shift to see things differently, to see things more clearly, and then like really apply that to your life. And it comes to also like situations in your life, like different like situations with people, or jobs, or whatever. Like, you know, instead of like, and this is something I'm working on, instead of pulling the finger. Being like, what did that person teach me? Or I'm so grateful that they said that to me because now I'm more fired up for my mission. Now I'm more fired up to change lives. Now I'm more fired up to give back, whatever it is. Or, you know, when you're going through your day and something something doesn't go your way and you're like, you know, maybe you're doing something for me. Maybe it was like I was, you know, I got told no for a podcast, Right. And this happens to me a lot. A lot of people are saying, no, like your story is not great enough or no, like you don't have enough followers. I'm like, okay, I'm really grateful that you said no, because now my neck, this no is going to lead me to a yes. And so it's just staying in that mindset of being grateful, of like looking at the other side of the room, like focusing on the things that are good, which is hard. And I'm about to say that, I mean, if there's some things that like are really bad in your life, like if if you're doing drugs or drinking every day, I'm not talking about like stuff like that where you know it's bad and you shouldn't be doing it and staying grateful for that. I'm talking about like real life situations where, um, like sometimes we're comparing ourselves to others. Sometimes we we have these bad days and um, we don't look for the lessons in them. And it it, it comes to it comes down to us swallowing our pride and really focusing on the things we do have in our life and not what we don't have. Because we spend so much time looking ahead and being like, I don't have that car. I don't have the house or whatever. And focusing on all these material things that we lose sight of ourselves. We lose sight of being grateful that we still are here fighting the good fight and have those people around us that are there. And when we lose sight of that, it makes it so much harder to come back to number one, which was self-awareness and work on ourselves. So those are my top four things that I think you can be applied right now is, is self-awareness, exercise, who you're spending time with and gratitude. And I think if you can try those four things for the next, you know, two to three weeks on a regular basis, your life will change dramatically. And what I want you to do is I want you to voice message me after this show with what tip resonated with you and how you're going to apply it to your life. And I, I'll, I'll get back to you. I'll message you back. I'll give you feedback. I'd love to hear from you. And I really appreciate all the support for the show so far. Um, it's been really touching to, to get all the messages and, and all the nice reviews. It's been, it's been amazing. So I wanted to thank you all. Um, but again, like when it comes to these tips, you know, even if you just take one and apply it to your life, even if you take just one, Just start there and then build off that. So if this message resonated with you, again, reach out to me via DM. Leave a review. Um, I'd love to hear from you. We always do. Um, And once again, you're listening to this episode of The Adversity Advantage. I'm your host, Doug Bobst, and we will see you next time.